Fun fact of the day. The national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcasts and other student work on garnetmedia.org. back to Garnet and Black Unwritten, where we talk everything about USC student-run magazine, pop culture, and college life. It's not scripted, it's unwritten. I'm Faith Fulmer, here with... Zane Heinlein. Today, we'll be diving deep and getting into each other's psyches and interviewing each other, and Ooh. all of our deepest, darkest little secrets are going to be unearthed today. They're about, we're about to I'm be exposed. So, I'm so scared. I'm, I'm scared, so scared, but before we get into the deep, dark things... Let's get into our media of the week, of course. Oh, of course. All right, do you want to go first, or um, I can go first? I got. I'll. I can take off the movie and TV. I just okay. finished Good Grief on Netflix, with Daniel Levy, um, from Schitt's Creek fame. He wrote and directed mm. it. It's like a. I've even heard of like, it. I I had no idea about it either until my roommate was like, "I cried during this whole movie. You should watch it." And I'm like, "Of course, give me if it's gay and sad. I'm on it." You know, <laughs> um, it was a really good movie. He wrote and directed it. Um, it's pretty much about this couple and Daniel Levy's character illustrates for his husband's books mm. and his husband dies like in a car crash. Oh no. And <laughs> Daniel Levy's character realizes that his husband, although they were in open marriage, had started having feelings for another man. Oh my. Um, and it kind of goes through that process. Um, it's about like friendship and telling the truth and having secrets. It was really good. So is this like a serious role for him? Yeah, it was definitely a more more serious role. Interesting. I've never seen him in a serious role. Yeah, definitely super more different from his character in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, of I've seen a little bit of Schitt's Creek. Yeah. I also saw him in um, what's that holiday movie with Kristen Stewart? Mm. Jingle All the Way? No, yeah. no, no, no. no. Um, Happiest season. Happiest. I, I watched so, yeah. that over Christmas break. It nice. was really cute. Yeah. It was really cute. I'd never nice. seen it before, and it was like, it was like very much like a cheesy holiday rom com, but cool. like with a twist because yeah, it's that's gay. Nice. <laughs> Which what, is always what are you watching, Faith? Great. Uh, so I'm not really watching any like traditional media right now. I'm kind of I flip flop between scrolling on TikTok for hours and doing homework. So I don't have a lot that nice. I like any like regular yeah. like movie or TV. I don't know if that counts as traditional media. I think like isn't like tangible media traditional media like books newspapers sure whatever (laughs) i don't know let's not dive into that but i have something really really kind of strange that i feel like i need to bring up please i i don't know if i'm like the only person that's like seeing these i know i'm not because they're like kind of viral but i need to mention it anyway so (laughs) (laughs) i see it on our outline i'm I'm excited okay so have are you familiar with it have you seen it at all i have no idea what you're talking about okay Okay, so there is this, like, genre of TikTok that, on whatever corner of TikTok that I'm in, has been very, very popular in the last few weeks, and I need to mention it, because I feel like I'm going a little bit crazy. So, My Little Pony, are you familiar with that? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, My Little Pony, it's... It's kind of been a staple in my life since probably since I was born. Um, I just love My Little Pony. Every generation, I love My Little Pony. Um, but there is a trend on TikTok where people are making... Are you familiar with what an AU is? Like alternate universe. Yes, yes. alternate universe. Yes. It's very popular in the fan fiction world. Um, and fan, just like fandom culture. Fan, fandom culture yeah. in general. Um, so people are making their own AUs about an infection 
in the My Little Pony universe. Oh my gosh. And if you're unfamiliar with this, look up MLP infection right now on TikTok. If you have TikTok, if you don't look it up on YouTube, look it up on Google, whatever. Like it's fair warning. It can get a little bit scary. Um, so uh, I have, um, so MLP infection <laughs> has a page now on Know Your Meme. So oh, wow. I'm just, I pulled it up. Yeah, I pulled it up and this is what it says. So MLP infection, also known as MLP infection, blah, 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 refers to a My Little Pony creepypasta, which is actually a thing that has existed before this. Oh, there are a lot of My Little Pony I was gonna creepypastas. Say, I was going to say, I can talk about think, after. And it, they kind of scarred me for life when I was a kid. Um, to When I talk about My Little Pony creepypastas in general scare me, but My Little Pony was something that I loved. Um, So when you paired it with scary thing it yes. freaked me out like cupcakes uh What's, like, rainbow factor yeah that's the, cupcakes yeah, yeah, yeah. the one where she for lack of a better <laughs> phrasing she turns her friend rainbow dash into cupcakes mm, anyway mm. um an alternate universe that centers on a flesh and mind eating disease um the one that they're talking about is called pestre i don't know what that is but basically Fake it's fan. it's kind of like they're essentially turning in they're like into zombies gotcha um and people have made up their own alternate universes their own stories things like that um mlp infection art videos and content which showed um, my little pony characters as decaying and cursed surfaced on tiktok in late 2023 continuing into january 2024 and it's now february and i'm still seeing them but I'm actually in a media and youth class this oh, semester, okay, cool. and I was thinking we have to write like a big final paper at the end. Oh, <laughs> or you we better to, do it on. But he said that we could either do a final paper or we could make like a video of essay. Of course, of course. Oh, video essay is crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I would eat that up. I'm. I could probably sit in front of a camera and go on for like an hour talking about all the weird things. Oh, that would be that, so cool. Especially like the internet has been involved with with like My Little Pony and other weird cartoons yeah. around that time. Especially My Little Pony though like i oh could just that show it like in general has been such a weird like figure in pop culture that's kind of like always been there and that's so many different like things like the fandom was huge and there's Crazy a lot of different big. projects and things like there's been like a lot of tiktok audios for mm. example that oh, have been like yes. fan-made songs and people that, don't even know that even they were came friendship from, is witchcraft yeah yeah exactly <laughs> they don't even know that th- this is based off of my little pony we sound like things. such nerds right now i know but <laughs> i love it i'm embracing it sometimes this this podcast turns into like the nerd podcast I love it. like I love it. our five nights of freddy's yes. episode <laughs> like there's totally. so many weird things in pop culture especially in, like fandom culture yeah. that you could just talk about for hours i agree and that's kind of what my other um what my other uh media of the week kind of has to do with nice um it's a podcast called rehash where originally they talked about different um like terms that have been coined like on the internet like karen's uh i can't think of anything else but that like gives you a good idea and they talk about what is a karen what is the concept of a Mm. karen um or they talk about different internet slang and things like that and their most recent season that i've been listening to kind of over the past few months like whenever i just need to pop something in my ears real quick i'll turn on that podcast because basically every time they talk about something it sounds interesting to me um because i love internet culture obviously um and the most recent episode that I was listening to was about BuzzFeed and oh how gosh. like and you're like a you're like a journalism person <laughs> so you would probably like it how That's like so cool. how it, it changed like digital media and journalism BuzzFeed, like in the early dude, 2010s I ate up BuzzFeed <laughs> oh my god We literally took a BuzzFeed quiz Yeah I love I loved on an BuzzFeed episode. Um, yeah. and 
Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. If you if you love pop culture, if you love the internet, take a listen. But after you listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> and then after you watch all the My Little Pony infection TikToks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So I guess it's time to get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Oh, of course. So we are going to be interviewing each other because, you know, we kind of, this isn't like a season, like a new season or anything. It's the same season as last, um, as last semester um but i kind of just wanted to use since we're kind of like re coming back with the podcast we took a little break i think this would be a really good opportunity to kind of get to know us a little bit more as your hosts um so we're gonna be interviewing each other nice um and we're also gonna get to know each other a little bit better because even though we even though we've been hosting this podcast for a little while we've got to know each other a little bit more over the past couple of like year yeah i guess so yeah truly i feel like we don't really talk about the deep things very often so let's do it yeah all right let's dive how should we do it should we like should we like and forth questions yeah maybe maybe we'll just see like where it goes um but for now um let's do that okay okay so my first question for you zane is what inspired you to go into broadcast journalism this is probably something we've talked about before um but i don't think i've ever like like ask that question so yeah um really good question (laughs) (laughs) thanks um it's so funny because i feel like when i first came to college there were a lot of people in my classes and people i met like through student organizations that did a lot of journalism like Mm -hmm. in high school like yeah they did like their morning announcements they were in like journalism classes or like wrote for their paper or did yearbook Mm -hmm. i literally did like i didn't do any of that Mm -hmm. like i was a hardcore like theater choir kid for four years so why didn't you major in theater no i literally i had like i remember there was like one point where i was like maybe like I maybe it was like maybe do I do like a theater or something like, yeah, or like theater education too, for a too. while because I was like oh like this is all I've really known mm-hmm. for the better part of like from up to middle school through high school like that was just kind of my whole life was just like performing in shows and like you, I mean you're a theater kid too like you just yeah. know how all-consuming <laughs> mm-hmm. it can be sometimes very true um and I remember during COVID um my best friend and I we were like going on a walk and we were like mm-hmm. talking about like college and it was like right up to that point where we were like applying yeah and i was like you know like i think i might want to do like journalism like <laughs> just out of like like literally out of like nowhere yeah and she was like i kind of want to do i kind of want to do film and we were both on that track of like thinking we were going to do like theater majors yeah and then both of us neither really had any previous experience doing either of like mm-hmm. journalism or film yeah it was something we both ended up doing this like alternate path mm-hmm. but I, when i think back on it um, it's funny, I was just writing like an essay on this for a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think the like storytelling like foundations that I learned in theater and just like acting when I was younger mm-hmm. and kind of like telling other people's stories through putting on a character, I think really got me interested in that like storytelling aspect of journalism where you're telling the stories of real people yeah, in your definitely. community. Yeah, you say that you like went like a whole other path, but I think journalism and theater um actually have a lot to do with Dude, each other especially there's broadcast 100 percent, and mm-hmm. there's it's so funny like now that i'm like a junior i realize that there is such a funny there's such a little pipeline like mm. the amount of people that i talked to that had some theater past that now do journalism is so funny like yeah my one favorite professor now she like sang opera when she was 15 <laughs> and now and she and then she decided to become like a tv news producer That's i think so it's cool. so funny i mean like i always loved like of course like i always loved watching movies i always loved mm-hmm. watching tv like so i feel like it was very natural mm-hmm. that i chose to do broadcast journalism but i yeah. would have never even thought about that mm-hmm. when i was like 
a sophomore in high school. Like I never, mm-hmm. I never thought I was be going down this path. And I think it's mm-hmm. just so funny how it, how it all works out because yeah. I love what I do so much now. That's so fun. What a good answer. Yes. Right. So I guess, obviously, I feel like you probably <laughs> know what I'm gonna ask you next. Okay. <laughs> Why did you choose visual communications? Okay. So like you, I am probably a very, I'm a creative person, and I gravitated towards theater in my youth for those reasons um and I think theater really did a great job like you said of really like cultivating not cultivating encouraging my creativity um and encouraging myself to like put myself out there and not be afraid to like do like bold things like performing in front of a crowd even if it's a it's a small crowd um and I've just always been a creative person I love to draw when I was since I was like five years old um I'm not big into like um, like traditional art anymore I don't draw as often I go in and out of phases where I like to draw especially during the pandemic I draw it a lot and I think that definitely connects with like the graphic design part of Vizcom but I was originally a mass comm major because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do and I but I really like you know the vibe of the J school and I think I could probably find like a niche within it whether that be broadcast or just plain old journalism I also like writing but that's not my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. um so I kind of like I got to know this girl who was a VizCom major and she's also how I'm not going to like name names um but um, she was also connected with Garnet and Black which that's so I basically stole her life from her basically but <laughs> she's not like either of those that's things so no she's still a VizCom major but she's not in Garnet and Black anymore um so um I I saw what she was doing in her VizCom classes and I was like you know what I think I want to do that because VizCom is much more like hands-on and I'm like I want to be creating stuff yeah, I don't want to exactly. be talking about the theory of things like that's boring no offense mm-hmm. to any mass comm majors out there but, but it's just not your thing yeah it's just okay. not my thing and I'm like I love taking video I like taking pictures I like designing things so I was like I can do that in all of these different classes so I'm just gonna switch my major um and then yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> nice I, th- I mean I think that's perfect yeah definitely all right <laughs> we've got some silly questions as well as serious <laughs> questions because I was like I've never asked you these basic questions before I don't think so and I think they're important definitely you know? like so I get that baseline what this is like you know what this is kind of like it's kind of like your first day of class it's like 50 questions <laughs> Yeah. It's like your first day of class with icebreakers. Yeah, okay. like, like elementary school. Yeah. What is your favorite color? <sighs> Dude. Um, okay, okay. So I feel like it switches, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could say different things for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But I feel like baseline, it's like I'm going to say blue, you know? But like oh, some yeah. days I'm like orange is so cool. Or like I like <laughs> green. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's such a hard question. It is. It's such a hard question. It is, but it's not for me. Right? It's not for me. What do you mean it's not for you? It's not a hard question for me. Really? Yeah. I feel like I just overthink it a little bit. Um, well, what's your favorite color, Faith? <laughs> my favorite color is pink. Nice. Yeah. Um, pink, I it was my favorite color when I was little. And then when I went through my emo phase in middle school, I, like, rejected all girly things. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It, for a little while it changed to yellow which oh, it doesn't okay, sound very okay. emo but you can make it emo yeah. yeah it's like it's just like a i wasn't really emo i was more just quirky nice um so just quirky i was just a quirky girl um so i was like yellow but now i'm reclaiming girly stuff so Amazing. my color my favorite color is pink again nice. also just yellow is not my vibe also yeah, yellow fair. was my sister's favorite color when she was little so i don't want to like steal oh, that from her funny you say i remember mm-hmm. when i was younger my favorite color was like green mm-hmm. and then my younger brother was like my favorite color is green and i'm like well that can't Canceled. be true and then i switched to blue and then here oh we are God. today exactly <laughs> exactly okay sweet <laughs> what should i ask next 
Okay, let's get into more deep questions. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we can do that. What is something that you stopped doing when you started college that you would like to reconnect with after you graduate? Stopped doing? Yeah, like you didn't have time for anymore. Well, I would, pr- I mean, obviously I would probably say like theater or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was just something that was such a big part of my life yeah, that I kind of just put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so funny, our producer in here. She <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be definitely like one thing that I would like I think after graduation, I think would be a cool thing to yeah, um, yeah definitely. like get back into or yeah. try to find a way that I can fit into it now. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely don't think I'm really more interested in like being the actor part. I think yeah, I've but especially like with like my the scenes yeah stuff. yeah especially what I want to do really now with my career. I'm mm-hmm. really interested in like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, like even yeah, like totally. like like playwriting or mm-hmm. even like. Or just, like, helping the show come together, like, that type mm-hmm. of behind-the-scenes stuff I think I would be really interested in. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, that is also something that came into my mind mm-hmm. if I were to, like, answer this question. Um, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's, like, hard to think about because, you know, it's really funny. I remember when I was talking about, like, what I would major in in college, like, talking with my parents and stuff. And my dad used to always say, because I wanted to major in theater or I wanted to minor in theater. And I didn't end up doing either of those things. Um, not because I, like, hate theater or anything like that. It's just, like, I moved on. Mm. But I, like, wanted to major in theater. And I was, like, talking to my parents about it. And my dad, either my mom or my dad said, like, you need to get a high-paying job so you can pay for your theater hobby. And I'm like, but like theater is something that you like do for free. Like, yeah. which I always thought it was so weird that my parents would say that. But very parent thing to say. I Also, think. like, I don't know if I could ever have like a career in theater. Like, it's just not. Yeah, I think I, it's I not think viable it's for, not me. for me. Yeah, not for me. All right. Next question. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Faith, what is what would you say has been your proudest accomplishment? Oh, God. <laughs> um, that's something I have to think about. I mean, I can't really think of, like, one thing, but probably just, like, I feel like I'm, like, kind of doing better in college than I thought that I would. Nice. I think that's, like, a, it's not, like, a huge thing, like, I won the Pulitzer Prize or anything like that, <laughs> but it's, like, yeah. it's just, like, a, like, something I think a lot of people, like, take for granted, like, they don't think about for it. Sure. Um Also, I'm really, like, I feel really lucky that, I, like, I'm allowed to, like, do what I'm doing right now yeah, obviously 100%. like just be like a creative and go to class like I love learning I love being a student yeah, of um, course. I like I didn't I was never like I was like a good student like in high school and middle school but like I haven't like I feel really lucky that I, I'm like studying the stuff that I like and, me as well and like I'm doing a good job yeah and like I was on the president's list last semester That's awesome. and I'm like oh my god like I yeah. haven't gotten all A's since literally like uh, I was like 12 <laughs> so I was like yeah that's amazing holy crap but I think that's I mean, I guess that's my proudest accomplishment. I mean, that's not like no, anything crazy, but that's, no, it's that's a perfect answer. It's significant. Yeah, don't downplay it. Um, it's amazing. All right, what's my next question for you? Okay. Okay, <laughs> this one's kind of a weird question. Okay. okay, nice. Do you have a memory from when you were a kid that you remember like at least semi vividly, and you think about often? And when I mean often, I mean like like you think about more than like other random things okay okay. yeah yeah yeah. okay so when i was younger i grew up in pennsylvania Uh and my family was really big into camping when i was younger Mm -hmm. and we would go to this state park it was called prince galitzin um (laughs) i don't know where it was in pennsylvania but we would go there a lot um and 
we would go with, like my parents like all my parents like adult friends and it was like a it would be so fun and we would go there for like a week and just kind of like you would just like hang out and like spend all this time in nature and we'd, like ride our bikes around this like big camping site and there was like a camping store mm-hmm. and that was like the best place was like going to the little store every day to like mm-hmm. get a little treat and I love a little treat like i'm like i don't even i'm probably like like super super young like mm-hmm. um and they had the best flavor of ice cream that I've like ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if I'm getting it right, but I think it's like it was like mountain berry cheesecake. Oh, it was like the best. It was just like a Hershey's brand ice cream. But I remember yeah. I only ever saw it like at that store at that campsite mm-hmm. um, that it was like hand scooped or whatever. And it mm-hmm. was like literally the best ice cream. It was like cheesecake chunks and like. And I've seen like dupes around. Like I feel yes. like I've seen. I feel like I've gotten like a similar <laughs> one from Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. but nothing ever um, remembers of that same memory yeah. that I have of like eating it at that campsite, like in the summer, and it's mm-hmm. like so sweaty from like riding your bike around yeah. or whatever, and like swimming in the mm-hmm. lake and like going on the boat. Um, I feel like about that a lot. Yeah, I feel like food sometimes sometimes tastes better in the m- memories that we <laughs> hold in our minds. I love that. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's well said. Like. If you think about, like, a specific memory that you are, like, very nostalgic over, mm-hmm. and then you were like, oh, what was I eating? I was eating mountain yeah. berry ice cream. Yeah, literally. It probably was really, really good, but just because it's, like, it's connected and to, totally. to that very nostalgic memory for you, it probably... Mm-hmm. If you ever saw it in real life, you would probably... Not real life, but I mean, like, I if you are, ever saw it, like, sometime in the next... In the future... Totally. In real life. You know what I mean. Yes. It would probably be... No, it would probably taste not as good. It probably tastes good, yeah. but not as good as that memory taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> memory taste. <laughs> okay. Cool. Faith, what is maybe the biggest lesson that you have learned in college? Or okay. just a lesson in general yeah. that you've learned in the past two, okay. two and a half years? Okay. Um, I feel like I've done like a lot of growing in the past couple of years, especially when it comes to like my mental health yeah. and dealing with my mental health. Um, time management is probably the biggest thing I've learned. Um, in the last, since like my freshman year, I feel like that, that goes for a lot of college students, just kind of adjusting to kind of being on your own schedule sometimes or not on your own schedule, but yeah, kind of on your own schedule because schedules are kind of made out for you in high school. Um, and you get to make your own schedules in college. Um, so definitely that, um, I've, I've gotten a lot better at like keeping track of like what I've got going on I'm more responsible I think and I'm also a lot more like responsible for like um I I also feel a lot less like I need to please everyone all the time Mm -hmm. I'm definitely still a people pleaser but gold star around that statement yeah and I also like I I keep the people in my life and I and I give give more effort to the people that I really care about I don't care about everyone like (laughs) and that feels weird to say but I used to literally be like and you I everyone was better than me and they dictated what my life this sounds really weird but I used to be that kind of person where I was like I was very self-conscious and my self-esteem was pretty low and all of my friends I thought they were better than me and I needed to work for their like favor I guess um but now I'm the ruler of my own life you know so true and I get to decide who stays in it and who doesn't yeah well said I guess that's my that's my lesson yeah and I think that's a great one yeah Definitely. All right. Um, 
kind of a silly one. What's the weirdest dream you've had recently that you remember? Well, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast last week or two weeks ago, but I was having a lot of Hunger Hunger Games, Games stress dreams dreams a lot. Yeah, those were weird ones where I was really just like in the (laughs) Hunger Games where I was like convincing my mom to like not let me go to the Hunger Games. That's so funny. But I did have one. I actually wrote this one down. Mm -hmm. Let's see what this one was. This wasn't Hunger Games related. Thank God. This was on the 23rd of January. Um, so these are the notes that I have verbatim and then I can go in deep. Mm-hmm. Choice of on at the airport, <laughs> then beach, some sort of swimming competition, gliding on a ship. <laughs> That's so So the, the context is I remember I'm in this airport and uh-huh. I'm going up this, these escalators and uh-huh. I look to my right and choice of on's on the other escalator. <laughs> and I'm like, the f- I'm like, what? And I look behind me and some guys looking at me being like, don't make a big deal. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. I'm going to keep it calm. And then we get up on the escalator and I'm like. I go up to Troy and I'm like, hey, like, all chill or whatever. <laughs> so and this we're, random and we're guy like, was like, don't. I was like, don't freak out. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like don't, don't like fangirl or whatever. He's kind of reading you. I know. And then I remember we're like in the airport and like talking to Troy Savon, as one does. Totally. And he's like about to ask me to go get a drink with him. Ooh. But then we had to diverge and go to different gates. No. But then I blink and then we're at the beach together and I That's see him crazy. again. And, and I'm like doing laps around the beach. I don't know. But yeah. And now, I'm, and now I've just been recently into Aussie accents, so I don't know what's going yes. on with that. Yes. Yeah. I love a good that's Australian probably, accent. That's what's been going on in my subconscious recently. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's actually something that I was thinking about asking you the other day because I was thinking about this podcast. And I was like, what else could I ask Zane if we, like, are interviewing each other? <laughs> and I'm like, because I was thinking about accents. Oh, because, oh, my God. There's these, there's a, these two girls in one of my classes that one of them's from Ireland and one of them's from England mm. and every time they talk I'm like oh I wish I had a cool accent no we do <laughs> we have cool so, American accents I was gonna I was gonna ask you can you do any cool accents no the answer is just like wait okay I did like <laughs> this is I'm not doing it this is on the podcast <laughs> um faith um Shoot, I had one and then it went out of my brain. Okay, do I do any cool accents? Do you do any cool accents? <laughs> is this just you saying yes and you want to show them off? No. <laughs> I have, okay, so I was a really, really big One Direction fan. I nice. mentioned that a couple times yes. on the podcast. Um, so I've been obsessed with like British, Irish, Australian accents since I was like eight years old. Yes. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do accents. Nice. So I can do a little bit of like, <laughs> sorry, one second. I'm like, stop that. Okay. <laughs> I had a little bit of a cold in a all few good, days all good. ago, but um, when aren't we sick? <laughs> no, literally. Um, so I could do uh, I could do a little bit of a British Irish. Cool. I can't do Irish. I could do a little bit of British, a little bit of Australian, because I also love Five Sauce, Five mm. Six of Summer, yes. and they're Australian. So <laughs> I don't know. Give me a phrase to say, and I'll do it in an accent. Um, the kangaroos out of the out of the out of the shoot. <laughs> the kangaroos out of the cage. <laughs> Shoot, so the kangaroos out of the cage. See, that was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that was really good. The kangaroos out of the cage what? and the koalas are hanging off the trees. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you want to put shrimp on the barbie? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. All that right. was lovely. I guess I should just talk in an Australian accent for the yeah, rest I think, of the video. I think that would only be right. Nor. No. <laughs> nor, Cleo. The water, the condensation. <laughs> That's something my sister says all the time it. from H H two O. H two O. H two O. Just isn't there water? a character named Zane in that, and he's like the villain? Yes. yes. Isn't that crazy. Yes, there is wow. a character named Zane. Crazy Zane's. world. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> world that we live in. Crazy world. All right. Anyway, so that's my accent nice. repertoire. Have you watched any movie over ten times? Watched any movie over ten times? I or feel like it would probably be like near ten. Near ten, 
I feel like I watched La La Land a lot. <laughs> like, I, like, the, like I feel like La La Land marriage story, I always oh, come yeah. back to and I just like, I can watch those on repeat. Mm-hmm. Like they're just such little comfort movies. And I feel like marriage story is a weird comfort movie to have. No, but I get it. I, I get like it. really love that movie. I love um, Adam Driver. Yes. I just, I love Scar <laughs> Um I've seen that movie quite a lot of times. Or even like, I feel like I've seen Call Me By Your Name so many times. It's mm-hmm. just like those classic ones you just come back to all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nice. Good answer. Faith, what is one piece of media from your childhood that you think, like, <laughs> really, really shaped you as a person? Maybe, like, a, like a toy, YouTube video, <laughs> like, movie, TV show. I think we've already talked about it today. Honestly, My Little Pony. Yeah. Because um, I not only watched, like, the OG My Little Pony when I was little, but then when Friendship is Magic started around the time I was, like, seven or eight, I started watching it, like, almost immediately. And then once I got, like, once I started, like, being on, like, the internet a lot, like, when I was, like eight or nine i don't know i don't know when all of this is happening this is like an estimation um i got really like invested in like the fandom i guess like nice. kind of a cringe way no. but i was like still embrace a child. the cringe i was still a child honestly yes. and now it's like something that i still think about often and i think it's kind of had like a resurgence in the last few months they have little there's little like my little pony resurgences um like I think the show ended in like 2019, but I still see it like being brought up a lot, even though it ended like a while ago, which I think is really cool. And I don't know if it's just because like the internet like knows what I like and wants to show me things, but I also think that it's truly like had a resurgence, which I think is really cool. Nice. And it just seems to be like a constant throughout my life, like the My Little Pony brand. Yes. So yeah and also like just like internet culture in general is like so like close to me it's like so for better or for worse it's been a big um part of my upbringing and my life in general so i guess that that's my answer awesome sweet all right well thank you guys so much for listening today i know this is kind of more of like a different episode but i hope you appreciated getting to know us a little bit more and yeah thanks for watching listening listening. i guess Yeah. yeah all right Bye.